Hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Ken and Steve Hi. Show. <laughs> See, I was doing an intro. All right. And like, <laughs> I was going to like segue into you introducing yourself as well. All right. So, well, but, do you know what? They'll re- they can rewind that. And, yeah, and yeah. play it again. Yeah. Without... <laughs> so yeah, go. Just keep going, mate. Okay. Hi, welcome to the Ken and Stu show. Hi. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, um, I'm Stu, and uh, this is. That's uh, it's me. It's Ken. This is Ken. No, I'm yeah. Stu. No, no. I thought no. I was Stu for this one. No, not for this one. Maybe for later. All right, but, okay. Uh, well, not this time. Well, I'll be Ken then. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Ken. Right. Hi. Uh, me and Ken, Hi, Stu. Hi. Me and, Ken, <laughs> me and Ken have known each other for uh, quite a long time now. I would say. Too long. Uh, it's like possibly too long. We're both very well, fed up with each other. Based on the conversation today, too long. Yeah, slightly too long. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know what? We've had some interesting conversations over the years. Uh, <laughs> especially uh, today. Especially today. Really, seriously too long. It's the subject of which we can never reveal. Mm. Um, ever. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. I thought, you know what? We should do a podcast because, you know, I know Ken has his, uh, his, his better noir, you know, what? Yeah. The better noirs. What does that mean? You know, like your things that you hate, your your subject, your things just, that just, set you just, off. Wait, you, you're alienating part of the audience. Just say things that I hate. Ken has his pet peeves. How's that? Oh, pet peeves. That's good. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. Ken in. has his pet peeves. Ages. His pet peeves. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you're just gonna keep saying pet yeah. peeves. Yeah. A B repeat. Pet peeves. Yeah. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Okay. So I thought we've all switched off now. Yeah, they're gone. Okay. They're, they're, they were never going to be anyone in the first place. No, it's fine. Uh, so I thought what would be interesting is if I got uh, some of Ken's uh, pet peeves <laughs> and I decided um, <laughs> to do a little podcast with him. Right. And I thought to myself, what's the thing that over the years? <laughs> what? That was that was great. Was like, what is the thing yeah. over the years? The thing is what. Over the years, <laughs> oh man, two minutes and we haven't even started. <laughs> Over the years, what is the one thing I can think of Ken pitching about the most? Oh god! In terms of pop culture, you know, um, we don't want to get onto actual important, what, life actual things. important pitching. Yeah, no, 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 we don't want to. We do want to. We want to get. We just want to slag off films, really. Yeah, and because... uh, I thought to myself, who's who's the guy who I can mention and get an instant reaction <laughs> out of Ken, like a negative reaction? And I thought about it, and you know, I thought about it for a, one second. And I realised, obviously, it's, twen- it's Quentin Tarantino. You almost called him Twentin. Twentin Quarantino. Twentin Quarantino. So, so he needs to be put into right. qu- okay. Quarantino. Right. The thing is, every time I hear his actual name, I want to vomit blood. If you can yeah. call him Twentin, Twentin, it doesn't quite generate okay. the, right. the, the game. Anyway, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> okay, no, not the floor. Um, as, as we all know, is a, sort of a cult. Not, no, not an even cult, really, but sort of self-styled cult. You're missing the N out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Da, 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 da. No, yeah, he's, he's a Colton uh, director, yeah. and uh, uh, well, he's not really a cult director, is he? Because he's well, so popular. No, is is is. I mean, it's, it's a self-styled. He, like, he, he was certainly he was one yeah. of these people who started with a cult fan base. Yeah, obviously got very mainstream. Yeah, but I think in his mind, he still likes to think of himself as a cult guy. Probably. Yeah. He, li- he likes to think he's got a niche market. Yeah, he probably does. Um, that, I can't really dispute that. Because, yeah. I mean, he seems to be... Um, up his own house? Yeah. Well, he seems to be... He's not up of, anyone else's. Well, that's, that's, that's fairly we'll true. We'll come back to that. He's more, he's, more, <laughs> he's more all over their feet than anything else. But, oh, um, fuck. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, be into what you're into. Some people are into feet. Well, um, yeah. You know. But why why does he need to put it on screen? Uh, why ego. why is he given eighty million 
you know, to put his fetishes on, on screen. That's that's why I object to it. Well, you know, if someone gave you 80 million to put your fetishes on the screen, I mean, that would be an appealing film. That <laughs> 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 would be. <laughs> and fair play, he's managed to string a narrative in there, sort of. He, he, he put a story in there. Yeah, to a degree. Pretty uh, thin. But... Although it was kind of someone else's story, wasn't it? Well, there are someone else's stories. That's that's another yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know what, let's, um, let's, let's, not, let's get into it on a more sort of individual... Basis, individual what film basis? Individual film basis, yeah. Or just him as an individual, because no, I, we'll I could just keep going. That's, count, the, count, that's, count, that's what we want to get into, man. Right. That's where the main sort of thrust of it is. Okay. You know. But okay. we're going to start, I think, with... Because uh, I think there are some Tarantino films that you don't hate. Or, no, or even like. <laughs> like is a strong word. <laughs> like, it's, it's a very strong well, word. Well, okay, because... Uh, Alright, let's just start from the beginning, yeah? Okay. His first film, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I've never seen it. Why have you not seen it? I'm not interested in watching it. It seems to be some kind of gangster movie, and I'm not really into those. It's it's not a gangster movie. It's a heist movie, is it? It's a heist movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I still haven't watched it. The thing is, <laughs> it's know. actually it's not even about the heist. It's right. it's sort of about the it's about the aftermath of the heist largely, but yeah. it also contains flashbacks to before the heist. The heist isn't really given much in the way of sort of screen time. It's like. You know, the Terminator movies are not yeah. about the war, but they use the war as a sort of backdrop for the actual story. Yeah, well, so, I haven't seen those either. So. Uh, yeah, of course. You, you, <laughs> Stu's seen one film, and yeah. it's... Kung Pao Into the Fist. Oh, sorry, well, two films, yeah. a Goofy movie. That's, yeah, that's, a Goofy the, movie, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only two you've seen. So I'm I've sorry. seen those a lot of why, times. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> go and get somebody who's seen them, <laughs> and I'll speak I'll to I'll go get Quentin. Yeah, go, go get him. He watches his own films every night, probably. Dick in the hand. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they're, they're the, the excised footage yeah. the shot of Uma Thurman in the changing room. Uma Thurman's feet in the changing room. Yeah. He doesn't even film so, the goods. He pans down. She's taking her socks off. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> oh, then, oh, there's a bunion. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino like it. Fucking corn plasters. Oh, that's, 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 that's him. Oh, there's bits and bobs there. Bits oh. and bobs. I can see fluff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This sorry. is how I expected it would go. Um, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Then, Reservoir what, what Dogs. do you make of that one overall? Do, do you know what? Right, yeah. I haven't. No, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> you put me off, man. Sorry. Okay, right. I haven't seen it in a in a long time. Yeah, but I do remember actually thinking that's probably. As close to a great film as he's ever going to get, because mm. it's for him, it's quite restrained, and yeah. it, and I don't think he's got a real sense of himself as an artist yet. He's just like, okay, well, I've had, I've got the opportunity to make something here, you know, because I think he sold scripts before that. I'm not sure stuff. Like, did he not? I I think they came out after, like, because they were marketed on his name. But things yeah. like True Romance. Oh or, yeah, he did write that, didn't he? Or um, Natural Born Killers, maybe. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. might have been, might, in terms of, I don't think the film was made until after Reservoir Dogs. But I think I'm sure no. he sold scripts before he actually. Uh, Red, the film. True Romance was was released in '93, and Reservoir think, Dogs '92. Yeah, but I, th uh, I think he, he was actually he was more known as a writer. Yeah. As a director, yeah. So his, his yeah. projects of his might have been. Yeah. Sort of earning him some money before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But Reservoir Dogs, yeah, I don't think he's actually got a real sense of his own self-importance. Well, I mean, do you think that the reception to Reservoir Dogs gave him that? Uh, I think that... Did he get up immediately kind of like, wow, I'm the new it, you know? That is, I think, any kind of um, 
environment where you get that kind of reaction, even if it's negative, because obviously yeah. a good portion of the reaction at Reservoir Dogs was negative because of the, you know, the, the controversy over the portrayal of the violence and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like the chap yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. That's, I that don't w- know why I came here tonight. Well, to talk about this. I got it, okay. <laughs> oh, I see, you were doing a bit of this song. That's, yeah. that, that's clever. We and what you did bit. there is you uh, sensibly interjected. I did, I did. Yeah, to stop me from doing I'm, I'm, I'm here to keep the well, shit. Well, yeah, that's the only song I know about. The only thing the only thing I know about that movie is that it has that song in it. And there's right. a character called Mr. Pink, and he complains about it. Because it's, it's like being Mr. Faggot. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Which is awful dialogue. Awful. I thought I thought you were indicating that he was complaining about the song then. I was like, well, no, 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 no. He complains about being called Mr. Pink. He does complain he about being called that. Mr. Pink. And it seems like not very good dialogue to me, but that, you know, that's me. Would you complain about being called Mr. Pink? No, I don't think I would. I think I'd actually find it funny. Okay. So what if yeah. we what if we cut everything that we've done now? Yeah. And we go back to you introducing yourself as Mr. Pink. As Mr. Pink and me as Ken. Uh, I'm not going to do that because you'd interrupt anyway and say, "Hey, hey," in the middle of it. Am I? Yeah, I might. So I, could, saw, I could call myself. Did you see Reservoir Dogs first no. of his films? Um, well, yeah, no, I must have. Yeah, right. Yeah, because well, I wasn't. <laughs> Jesus, this makes me feel old. I wasn't actually old enough to see it. Right. Okay. At that point. Yeah. Um. So I, but I think I saw it in video. Right. Makes sense. Um. Did something happen now? No, my little e- email thing popped up. Oh, okay, that's fine. I don't care about that. I'm not professional enough to do anything no, about that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I must have seen that. I don't really recall what my initial reaction to it was. Uh, no. But subsequently over the years, in terms of... I haven't seen it for a while, but he, he, he doesn't have that... I don't think he's got that inflated ego yet. No. It is, so it feels like a sort of sincere um, effort. <laughs> well, it, it, seems like, it seems like a genuine first effort. Yeah. Um, even though... It doesn't feel affected to no. be a Tarantino film. Basically. No, but from what I understand, yeah. a large part of it, or maybe all of it, is ripped off of another film. Right, yeah. That sounds, um, that sounds about right. City by the Sea? I think uh, I'll, I'll have a look. Somebody, somebody will either confirm that or correct me on it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll have a look. Um, um, I'll see if I can find it on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's, it's very... City on Fire? City on Fire. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, 1987. I could have sworn it was City on Fire. That's what Wikipedia says, but <laughs> they might well be lying. Okay, so, yeah, yeah it feels... See, I, I have this term where I refer to like, directors' early careers. I, I speak about people like John Carpenter. Yeah. And I think about their early, early efforts, and I think of them, like, the stuff that they do as... Essen- I call them essentialists. Meaning? There, there is nothing more... There's nothing excessive in there. It's exactly what is needed to tell the story. So, no fat on the bone, basically. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, think, I, I think it's quite a lean film. Yeah. It, I, that's something I always appreciate in yeah. cinema, so, personally. I mean, as, as yeah. somebody who appreciates that kind of mentality, yeah. particularly, as I say, in the early sort of careers, yeah. I'm going... That's okay. So what you're what you're looking at really is something focused. Yeah. And yeah. not not something that's like a monument to excess like something like Django Unchained was. Yeah, exactly. Which is absolutely a monument to excess. And I said that as a fact. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Movie. Um okay, let's move on from Reservoir Dogs, yeah? Okay. And the only thing I will say yeah. is that he, even at that point though, you can tell that he wants to make some sort of mark. Yeah, because you don't include something like the year slicing if you don't want to just get your name yeah. recognized. Yeah, because that is, well, I, th- I think I, th- I mean, for all his faults, and he does have many. Yeah, I think he's quite an astute guy, and he know he would know the sort of general feel of the the marketplace at that point. Yeah, he would know that something like that is going to create some sort of controversy. Yeah, but 
essentially it's a fairly sort of stripped back. Interestingly thing. enough, looking on Wiki right now, um, that made on box office mm. two point eight million on a one point two million budget. Yeah. So it's it's a successful, but I, not the runaway success I would have expected. I think on, on video, what, obviously, it would have done yeah, a lot better. That, but that's, that still that's surprises it. me. That's that, surprises that's, me. That is a little bit surprising, but then yeah. I think that largely the success was probably video and word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, With the first time director. Yeah. Right, if you, if yeah. you look at what the video revenues were, I bet they were well beyond that. I'm going to check out. I'm going to check that out. I think. Okay. I want to see. Know. We're also as well as entertaining the. Well, me, because I'm going to be the only one listening to this. As well as entertaining me, we're also providing no, facts. No, no information about that hit. Sadly. No. Oh, uh, let's move on to the next movie, though. Okay. I don't want to go through every single movie. Why not? Because this will be really long. And people well, he hasn't made that many. Uh, he's made eight. He's got yeah. eight coming out, and he's worked on, like, four rooms and... Oh, uh, are, are we, are we discussing... Dawn and stuff. Are we discussing the stuff that he's been involved in as well? Uh, well, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, we'll see uh, how it goes. But we have to talk about Pulp Fiction. You can't not talk about Pulp Fiction, really. We don't have to. Uh, well, we don't have to, but we ought to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. it, it would be our own... It would be agreed just not to. Okay. Um, now, that is not either um, <laughs> Kung Pao or a Goofy movie. No, it's I'm not. I'm going to ask if you've seen this. I have seen that, yes. Okay, so, right. Okay, I'll let you lead this time. Uh, okay, fine. Um, I, I don't remember any no, I do. Um, <laughs> Pulp Fiction is. There was a guy, yeah. and he has a sword. And, Pulp Fiction and some, is. Some Pulp Fiction is. Uh, it's not an anthology movie, really, but it kind of is, sort of a bit. It's mm. it's it's a very. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it. It's a non-traditional narrative, basically. It's not a linear narrative. No. Um, but it's a film that when I watched it for the first time, I was probably fourteen or fifteen. And I liked it a lot. I mm. thought it was really absorbing. I thought it was really impressive. It had things in it that I hadn't seen before. And it felt adult without being gratuitous, mm. really. Even though it does have one really gratuitous violent scene in it. it they Is played that the... Marvin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They played it for laughs in mm. a way that I thought was quite funny. Revisiting the film, I want to just say I still can enjoy it. I can get through it. But... <sighs> I like Christopher Walken. I like his turn in it. Mm. I quite like Bruce Willis in it as well. Mm. And I'm not a fan of Bruce Willis, so that's quite, you know. <laughs> I, I like him in it. Okay, I think can, he does can, well. we, can we just stop there? Yeah. Just for two seconds. Yeah. Why, why don't you like Bruce Willis? I don't find him that entertaining. Do you I like, like Die Hard, though? I like him in Die Hard, yeah, sure. Okay. But I'm not, I don't really. Do you like him in. Oh, God. Cop out. <laughs> Cop out. Cop out. I don't like anything in Cop Out. Do you know what? There'll be a, another episode about Kevin Smith, and it will all be him. Oh god! If we do a Kevin Smith episode, yeah, we're gonna argue, my friend. Yeah, yeah we're gonna tangle. Yeah, we I'm, a, because, I'm a big fan of him because you're wrong about him. God, we gotta do that for episode two, man. <laughs> Stay tuned for Kevin Smith episode two. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, we might even get him in. Yeah, we might. Yeah, he'd probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> he <would>. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's Kevin, the... do you want to come on our podcast? Podcast? Sure. Yes. Yes. Let me just talk this blunt. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you know just what? Talk this blunt. Tarantino <laughs> wouldn't turn up. No, he wouldn't. No. So. We've got but. some feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you Polaroid. I took in them. mother care. Oh, gross. That's him. Dude. Yeah, that's Tarantino. That's right? horrible. Yeah, but that's him. That's 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 libel. No. That's sca- that, that, not, not land, it's not print. It's it's the other one. It's slander. 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 That's yeah. literally slander. Well, he doesn't know me. Yeah, no, but like... <laughs> can we just... Can I just say at this point... Yeah. Quentin Tarantino does not surreptitiously take photos in Mothercare. Yeah, well, they don't have a Mothercare in America, that's why. Oh, oh, that makes it okay. Then. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, baby gap. Yeah, baby gap, don't they? 
<laughs> anyway, um, okay. If anybody, if any Americans are listening, um, please tell us the name of some sort of department store where women can pick up clothes so that we can amend this later. Yeah. That'd be that'd be great. Thanks. Macy's. Macy's. <laughs> is that not a parade? Well, it is a parade as well. But it's a department store in New York City. I don't understand that. Why would they have a parade I after there, a I bought, shop? I bought a fleece from there once. You bought a fleece. Yeah. <laughs> is there a story behind this? Yeah, there is. Okay. I went to New York on holiday. I went to buy a Macy's fleece. and purchased a fleece with dollars. But did you go to buy a fleece? No, I went to hang around in New York and do shit all. On your own? No, I went with Matt. Who? Matt. Matt. Which My friend of, Matt. Which one's he? This is not a valid light line of discussion for the podcast. It's probably not. He's the friend of mine whose name is Matthew. Matthew. You know him. We you went said to, Matt. We went to... Oh, God. Yeah, Matt is short for Matthew. Oh, right. <laughs> well, oh, your you... name is short for Kenthew. <laughs> You understand? Anyway, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just, just to clarify, he's the guy that we're going to see Saw with. Right? Yeah, that's right. Saw yeah. Seven, but not we, Richard. The other guy, the guy who's not Richard, bummed each other. Right? Okay. Yeah, we did. We got really. <laughs> when we saw Saw Seven, it was the culmination of seeing what three, four, five, six, seven. I think I've missed six. I think we we missed six together. Yeah. We missed five together. Actually. We saw three and four. We saw together, three and four together, and then we saw seven together. Yeah. But there'd be even without seeing them together, there'd been this building kind of. We 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 if, like those movies a lot. If you're aware of the yeah. Ken comics drawn by Stu, you'll yeah, realise that there's a long yeah. running gag yeah. about me. But we both really like those movies, just yeah. relative, despite their quality, really. You yeah. know, yeah. Just, and we got really excited by Saw Seven because it tied them up in a way that was really yeah. satisfying for Which fans. Was basically, amazing, the yeah. best horror ending ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. okay. Yeah. The Shining has a better ending, but sure. It's not a series, though. That, that's true. It's not a series for now. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's seven. still shining. That's about. That's about so yeah, shining again. <laughs> Look who's shining now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, like I say, I, I like some of the turns in it, but I okay. find it has a few things that really don't, that really put me off a bit. One, I, I can't stand John Travolta in that movie. I, I can't, I can barely look at him. I hate his appearance. Why? He looks stupid, he, and everything he says sounds stupid because mm. he's trying to sound black. Okay. Yeah. It's really unnatural. He's trying to sound cool. Okay. And it doesn't work. Right. He just sounds dumb. And, like, John Travolta doesn't look cool and has never looked cool. Okay? I mean, maybe in Staying Alive in the 70s or whatever. It's not even Staying Alive. That's the crap sequel. That's one, the fucking sequel. Yeah. That is, Do you know what? Saturday Night Stallone Night... directed that. Really? What the hell? <laughs> so in Saturday Night Fever, maybe that was cool at that time. What? But, like, you know, John Travolta with his sort of short, long hair, you know? I don't know, man. I'm, it's just kind I'm of lame. Trying, if, I see. I'm trying to think of a film where John Travolta has actually looked cool. Swordfish? No. Well, what, no. Wait, wait. It'll come to me. What the, f what the fuck was that one with... Oh, Get Shorty. No. Oh, yeah, well, you, you look pretty cool. You did look like, quite like, like Get Shorty, yeah. No, I mean, actually cool. I was going to name a film, mm. a really, a fairly obscure film that Luke showed me. Yeah. Um, where he just becomes this man toy and he's walking around in his pants a lot. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, the man toy. Yeah, the man toy. Ten older women. Wow, and, is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but he, he looked everything but cool. I mean, that was going to be the joke. Anyway, I get it. Anyway, let's I get it. <laughs> it's a good joke. I get the joke. Okay, let's, let's get uh, so, Pulp Fiction, yeah, that puts me off. Yeah. There's also, for me, you know, you said the thing about the director trying to make a mark with the ear cutting scene. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't want to get too into this because it could just go on a spin off that could last forever. But what spin off to our podcast? No, like a spin off tangent of the oh, conversation. Okay. It will overwrite the whole thing. <laughs> it was like, it was gonna be when you said like the gratuitous 
well, not yeah. a fairly gratuitous ear cutting scene. Sure, they pan away from it, but it's still quite. You know. But it, it's gratuitous yeah. because it, it's it's not the actual overtness of what the violence. Say? It's just it's the drawn out. Well, it's the thing where you say, "Hey, is that the film with the ear slicing?" That's what yeah. you know it as. That's that's it. But it's but in it's, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. The, see, the problem with that is yeah. that it, it's not, it's not especially gratuitous, but yeah. it's it's drawn out in a way that is not meant to horrify people. It's actually yeah. You're supposed to. It's like you're supposed to identify with Michael Madsen, mm. and you go because he's doing this, you know, nice yeah, little yeah. dance, and you've got this really cool song in the background. That, to me, is is the gratuity of it. It's the sort like of you, glorification you, 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 yeah. of this kind of sadism. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it, it, it is inviting you to enjoy this whole torture. Pulp Fiction has two moments. And one not that moment, I would say. And I want to talk about all of them, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for uh, it. First of all, the scene with the adrenaline needle with Mara. No, is it not Mara? Why? She's not called Mara, is she? Myra? Myra? No, what's her name, that character? Myra Wallace or Myra Wallace or something? Mia. Mia, Mia Wallace. Mia Wallace, yeah. Mia Wallace. I, I saw Marla because I'm thinking of Fight Club. Right. Because Marla Singer is in Fight Club, I believe. Okay. Um. Anyway, that scene, I think uh, it could be gratuitous but I think it's actually quite effective I think he mm. shoots it in a quite effective way mm. and you don't it's it's very visceral but mm. it, I don't think it's gratuitous no. um, later it's that 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 is yeah. the context of that is actually quite different because it's sort of queasily yeah. funny it, yeah yeah in the, that yeah because she is obviously like you yeah. know near death and then, and he's just been a really nervous prick and yeah. but you, you're finding it kind of uh, you know, yeah yeah, yeah but, absolutely yeah I think and I think he intended something different, and he pulled it off quite successfully with that yeah. one. Right. The second scene is the scene with Christopher Walken, where he talks about the watch. See, that's gratuitous in another way. It's just fucking boring. Yeah, I actually quite like that. <laughs> that but see, that whole monologue thing yeah. has become a thing that is like one of his trademarks now, and it's oh, it's, oh, I agree th- with that. That yeah. is that. I mean, I I used to like Pulp Fiction a lot. Mm. I don't like it so much now, and the reason is because. That is where nearly every single thing that bugs me about him starts. Yeah, I can pretty, see that. Well, that's, well, that's the first what I would call died in the wall sort of Tarantino film. Yeah, isn't absolutely. It? I mean, yeah. that's him going, "Hey, this is me. I can do this now because yeah. I have this resources." Yeah, and all it took but, was one film. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> quite a amazing. Eagle. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Um, okay, the the scene that for me absolutely is gratuitous in that film. And is only in there to get people talking in a way that I think is distasteful. Yeah. Is the anal rape? Yeah, that there is no reason for that character to no. be anally raped. He could have rescued him mm. from Bruce Willis's character. Could have rescued uh, Marcellus. Yeah, from any life-threatening situation. Yeah, he didn't have to be getting bugged. Mm. <laughs> you know, he didn't. No, the, the, but the, this... I don't. He would have. It could have ended up exactly the same. But you know what? I would compare. Even that... if it wasn't him being anally raped. Even if he was just. Even if he was getting something shoved up there. Yeah. That wasn't just like a swordfish, sort of. Yeah, or, or yeah, or like you know, if it wasn't that slightly out of context, actual scene of him getting popped. Yeah, there's no need to have that in there. You there, know. there, there, there isn't. <laughs> that's probably what he said as well. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Anyway, see, but they um, want, ah, see, now you've identified yeah. with the victim. Yes, so, I have. Yeah. So think about that. But to me, in a weird way, <laughs> I don't like it when in films they use rape as a device like that in terms well, no, of, that, that is, but usually it's women let's yeah, face it it's yeah, usually women it's and the, the reason they do it and it annoys me uh, is because they want more jeopardy 
Mm. They want something for the hero male character to do, so they have the character get raped. Well, the, the, it doesn't feel organic. The the problem with it is, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it, it, rape is a problematic thing in, yeah. in film, regardless, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, it's it's very rare that, you know, you see a male victim, right? No, it's but, very rare indeed. Yeah. Or if you uh, do, it's played for laughs, yeah. usually. Now, this is it. Yeah. The, the thing is, it's not played for laughs here. No. It's played so that you will absolutely be, like, out for blood. Yeah. So when he comes in with the, the sword and starts hacking the guy up, and then you know um, yeah. that the rapist is going to absolutely get pounded yeah. <laughs> in a different way. Yeah. You know, you want it. You yeah, want you're supposed it. to be you, like, yes. It, it's the same. The, the problem is, he's never evolved from that. No. Django is the same thing. Only it's, yeah. it's using, a, again, a very problematic subject, slavery. Yeah. Slavery, yeah. And he comes across in his interviews like he wants this to be treated seriously and he wants to open up <laughs> a, 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 a forum for discussion. You can have that or you can have hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't, can't have you, both. You can't really. have both. Yeah. And that, that, he doesn't see that. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Now, in the same way, you can't yeah. have a guy getting raped yeah. and then treat it like, yeah, but this guy's going to get his ass well, kicked Well, the thing is, you, you bring, when they bring out the gimp, that's sort of funny. That is, yeah. That's a, that's quite funny. Yeah. But then for it to go, and I guess that's probably what he's going for, for it to go from that to, oh, this is actually happening. Yeah. To me, And again, you've no got need. the soundtrack playing over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. There's no need to do that, in yeah, my opinion. That, I, I, it's, it's, it's a cheap way to end that, res resolve that, yeah. that conflict. And I dislike it. Yeah, I, I, I really and that's the main reason. In retrospect, I'm not a big fan of that film. No, that's that's fair enough. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the scene when Tarantino's in it being incredibly poor. Yeah, and like, incredibly racist. He, yeah, he absolutely should not ever be in front of a camera. No, there is no. I unless, mean, you would say not. He shouldn't be behind a camera either. Unless the camera is on the front of a bus. Unless it's like an ISIS beheading video or something. <laughs> Oh, that'll never make a cut. <laughs> okay, I'm not editing this. Okay. Um, right. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Well, thank God you said that, and not yeah. me. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll just clarify now for legal reasons. I don't want that to happen, okay? <laughs> I was just being harsh for humorous effect. But I would not cry if Tarantino got run over by a bus, okay? Well, I mean, I, you wouldn't I cry, but you might go, that's a shame. No, I'd be... Well, you, you wouldn't be happy about well, it. Well, you've seen the <laughs> obituaries that I put up for celebrities on my, on my posts, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Imagine if Tarantino died tomorrow. What I would put. You'd post like Party Hard by Andrew WK. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Pulp Fiction. We've we've sort of gone over Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Me. Yeah, uh, but, but this is where a lot of Yeah, that's where a lot of it starts. I agree with that. Start. Um okay, let's discuss let's not talk about Jackie Brown that much. Okay. Okay. Jackie Brown you I don't want to touch on it though. Yeah, Jackie I th I like Jackie Brown for one main reason and that's that it's got Pam Greer in it. Yeah. And I like Pam Greer. You see a lot. that it's not that she is a bad actress or yeah. anything, or that she didn't deserve a lead role or anything, but the, no. the, 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 the problem is in him casting her. Mm. Because that is just an extension of this morbid fetishization that he's yeah. got going on. It's like, oh, she was in that TV show that I loved when I was a kid, or when I was, you know... For him, a teenager, I guess it's like, and I, I thought she was hot, and yeah. she's got to be in it. It feels to me it's a little bit like, yeah, she was in Coffee, uh, she was in Foxy Brown. Yeah. I grew up, you know, tugging it to yeah. movies. <laughs> well, yeah. I want this woman in my movie. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, it's not an exploitation movie, really. It's it's, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's a pretty, I think it's, a, I don't, I'm not 100% sure if he wrote that one. 
I have um, he, he did write that. Oh, one. he did. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like his other films. This feels no. like the one. This is the last one he's done that I I feel like you wouldn't necessarily know it was his if you watched it. It's it's kind of it, there. There is, and I, I I haven't seen it in a while. I've only no, seen it. No, neither have I. Neither have I've, I've only seen it once, but I I did get that there was a sense of him trying to do something else. Yeah. But the, the the unfortunate thing, possibly, and that is a really good question in itself. What would Tarantino be making now if that had been a success? Yeah, that is that is a really interesting question. But the the, the thing is, it's a kind of half and half. Yeah, because it, it seems like he wants to sort of tentatively put a a foot in a, another. <laughs> <laughs> a foot. <laughs> I was into getting. His I, was, mouth. <laughs> I was getting. <laughs> yeah. So can I just say? Yeah. No, you finish your point because I want. I'm going to. Okay. F- okay. I'll forget yeah. It seems like he, he wants to take a step in uh, another sort yeah. of direction. He, he wants to possibly try and evolve as as an artist because that's what filmmakers are. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But the no problem is any, he's he's also aware, based on Reservoir Dogs, based on Pulp Fiction, he's also aware of what a Tarantino audience want. Yeah. And it's it's all. <laughs> It actually sort of comes across as a sort of quite be- begrudgingly that he's, he's he's putting sort of stock Tarantino stuff in there to appease his I, I, I consider that in, to be the most uh, low key Tarantino film. Yeah. In terms of the big moments, because I can't I can't think of any. That there's there's that scene with Samuel Jackson and Robert De Niro where they're discussing guns. Don't remember that at all. And Bridget Fonda's walking around in shorts. Right. Oh yes, I do remember that now because you just said that. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, the, um, the weirdest, the weird thing about Jackie Brown is. Let me just say this before I, um, before I forget. Yeah, go for it. You know, Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. Did he write that? Yes, he did. Did he write a scene into a movie where Salma Hayek drains champagne down her foot into his mouth? Yeah. I hate that man now. Me too. I mean, you know, fair play, to a degree. <laughs> But well, she she agreed to do it. So I mean, she that, like, from dusk till dawn is garbage, to my opinion. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> Maybe this says more about what I think of him as a director and mm. less of what I think of him as a writer. But I, I love from dusk till dawn because <laughs> it absolutely is trashy as fuck. It's definitely trashy. It's trashy as fuck. Now it's still got problematic elements, yeah. like Tarantino's character is a rapist. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm. Say no more, mm. right? Problematic. Mm. Yeah. Um, the fact that his foot fetish is finally realised by just having an entire foot in his mouth. And it's Salma Hayek's foot. And it's Salma Hayek's foot. And there's champagne and there's down sh- it. And, oh, no, it's tequila. Oh, tequila then. Tequila, yeah, because they're, they're taking tequila shots. Because there's um, a shot of him with the foot in his mouth. Yeah, there is. Literally just, just absolutely sort of just gyrating his head around. Yeah. With this his massive his face. teeth out And head. that makes me gag. Seeing that shot, it doesn't make me gag because the <laughs> idea of someone. No, you know what? Having a foot in your mouth is, is gross to me because feet are gross. But mm. like, I don't know, man. I, it, it, the fact that it's like it's Quentin Tarantino, and he sat there and he basically wrote down his wet dream and he, made them he, film it. He, he did. It's a bit much to me. It's That's a little it. bit like, come on. Man. I'm fairly sure, like, the idea for it came from someone else, and I'm fairly sure that wasn't in the original idea. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a. Hey, if I'm going to be in this, yeah. You know what I'm gonna I'm gonna have that. Plus, there's also the fact that he can't act. Yeah, he can't. He act has no acting talent. He, 
could not act to save himself. Regardless of whatever you think about his films, he can't act. No. He's appalling. Every film he's been in, even for the briefest part, he has been yeah. an obstructive presence that's taken me out of the film. The, yeah, that's, that's, he's in that's Django good. Unchained for maybe two minutes, and, and he's the worst thing in it, comfortably. That's a tough call, because I... I'm a big fan of that movie, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that, yeah. Uh, so let's move on from Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> from Jackie Brown. Hell, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's talk about Jackie Chan. Let's talk about Jackie Chan. Yeah. You know what? Jackie Chan. Mm. Awesome. You know, you know what? I've never seen any of his Hong Kong movies. Really? I've no, 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 no. ones. No, no, But he's, he's great, though. He is good fun. He is great. I mean, there's a great story about him doing one of the Rush Era films. Did he get hurt? Wait, did he, he's, Yeah. Spend time with Chris no. Tucker, you'd want to get hurt, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm in the hospital, I can't come in this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. don't worry, I'll no. come to visit you! Ah, shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a great story about doing one in the rush era. Go on. They're hanging off a, a roof. Yeah. And Chris Tucker's like, oh, so they must, like, get a couple of stunt guys in and, yeah. like, do this with special effects, and Jackie Chan is like, no, we do it. Before he knows he's hanging off a fucking roof. <laughs> no, we don't! <laughs> Man, it's a shame he managed to hang on, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who, Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker. Right, okay, I'm just checking, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, good call. Anyway, good call. yeah. But then again, we, then we wouldn't have the fifth element, would we? Fifth Ima- element. Imagine a world without the fifth element. Was he in that? I think so. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Well, it's pretty fun. Oh, okay. If you like excess, which I know you don't, so... Uh... Depends what the excess is. Well, it's a really crazy sci-fi, basically. Uh, it's hard to describe, so well, I'll just watch it sometime. It's it's one of those things, I feel like I know it without seeing it. Oh, yeah, that's to, fair To enough, a certain yeah. extent, and that's it's fair. taken me a long time to get around it. Well, you know, if you just Google, like, Mila Jovovich, Fifth Element, then you'll have what you need. <laughs> anyway, um... What could you possibly be yeah. referring to there? So, Jackie, so Jackie Brown. <laughs> you said it again. <laughs> hey, let's talk about Jackie, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown was, was his last movie till 2003. Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill, Volume 1. Kill Bill. And for the purposes of this, I think we should treat them as separate films. Fair we enough. should talk about them at the same time, but we shouldn't just call them... No, that's, that's, that's fine, because um, they, they are... Because I'm going to put sort of my, my um, nail my colours to the mast, is that the expression? Nail my colours to the mast? Is that it? Nail your... You know, co- I'm going to nail my colours to the... Is that, is that the expression? I thought, I thought you said something about a colon there. And no, 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 that's that's not for now. That's my colon cast I'm doing later. Um, Kill Bill, sorry, sorry, as a whole thing, I used to actually despise it. Like, actively despise that movie. I hated it. Okay. I would watch it, and I would just feel increasing mounting annoyance okay. at what I was seeing, and frustration. And the long... Like, there's a, there's a long sequence in the first one where she's in Japan trying to get sword. Yeah. And it's a very long scene of very rudimentary Japanese. And... I'm watching it and I'm thinking, when's something going to happen? Like, what's what is this? Like, why why are they fetishizing this sword so much? Mm. And then I went back to it maybe two years ago and watched them again mm. and watched Kill Bill Volume Two for the first time because I didn't bother with Volume Two because I hated Volume One so much. Obviously. Oh wow, okay. And I watched them both as kind of one thing, and I thought mm. uh, I actually really enjoyed it that time. And the thing that's annoying is like it's difficult to nail down why. I think as a, basically a patchwork of better movies. It works at being entertaining, basically. That's an I don't think it is a important film, and I don't think it's a significant film. Mm. But I think as trash, it's very entertaining. That's an interesting way to describe it as a patchwork. It is a patchwork. Yeah, it there are things that are, there are is. things in there that are shot for shot from other films. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me to name them now. There's lists all well, over the internet. There's so. this obvious sort of Sergio Leone influence. Yeah. 
and um, Lady Snowblood as well. And, and fish, yeah. Yeah. Um, the baby car at the River Sticks, that sort of thing. The thing is, <laughs> this this is a shameful admission, but yeah, like 2003 that came out. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I was in my early twenties. Yeah. And we went to see Volume One, and I loved it. Yeah. And I, I loved it to bits, um, because that's exactly the kind of thing that I wanted back then, because I yeah, didn't know yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> subsequently, uh, me and a whole bunch of mates went to see Volume 2, and we came out absolutely disgusted with it, because it didn't, it wasn't the same as Volume 1. It's not at all the same, no. It was really talky. Also, there's the, there's that thing, it's like the whole, you've been watching this for three hours, yeah. le leading up to the, the fight with Bill. Yeah. And... It's a nothing. It's a non-starter because she, uh, she does that piss. No, disagree. Disagree strongly. Yeah, disagree yeah. strongly. I can explain why if you're interested, though. Well, sort of, sort of spoiler, by the way. You shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't seen Kill Bill. Well, yeah, presumably if you are listening. Well, to you this, know what? It's not really that much of a spoiler. She kills Bill. Okay, she <laughs> she does. It's you know, it's not really a spoiler. You know the name of the film <laughs> yeah. is a spoiler. Yeah. I'm just going to say, but that, to me, I, get, I know is, what you're saying. I understand what you're saying because the thing I, is, if they make a third one. Yeah, are they thinking about doing that? Well, he's talked about making a third one for ages. Oh, he's he going to kill all the time. Is he going to call Kill Bill Volume Three? Because she's already killed Bill. Yeah, it's like Bill's done. Kill Beatrix, maybe. Bill's done. Volume One. Yeah, that's it. Bill is dead. Bill is. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill is still dead. Bill's bogus journey on his own. I just found out that your Bill is still dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What, 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 um, what were you saying? Okay. Now I understand what you're saying because that. You, you want a climactic kind of fight with I, Bill. I, I, I was hoping for an epic fight. But yeah. I really liked that sequence, personally, because mm. I felt like it more accurately portrayed the relationship they were supposed to have. Where they, they obviously respect each other yeah. greatly. Um, and once she does the five-point palm exploding heart technique, see how many times uh, I've seen that film? Nipple cripple. Yeah. Uh, when you take, f you take five steps and then you your, your heart, heart your explodes. explodes. Yeah. And he takes six steps. <laughs> they don't dwell on that at yeah. all. Yeah. But he takes six steps before he falls over. He takes an extra step. And that in itself, I always enjoyed that detail. Oh. This man is so rock hard. He t he can take six steps before this thing kills him. Or they messed it up. <laughs> or maybe it's an indicator that he's faked his death. And or this that. Is, this is why volume yeah. three will happen. Because he'll be like, or that. I'm not really yeah. dead. Although that guy is dead though, isn't he? Uh, Carradine. Yeah. Yeah, he has fixie wanked himself. <laughs> It's not libel, it's a fact. No, it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, so like himself to death. You can't sue Stu. Yeah. Sue he, Stu, he, volume one. He did it wrong. <laughs> he did it wrong. Is there a right he, way to do that? Well, yeah, you, by not killing yourself. Well, maybe you show me later. Yeah, okay, why not? Okay, you've got one. I've got some rope, yeah. Yeah. Let's get it done. Let's yeah. Get it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I thought that was an interesting ending. I liked it. Okay. And I liked the sort of, the, um, the sort of emotional warfare element of the kid being alive okay. and him bringing the kid out. And just yeah. crippling her. I now, like that. Yeah, but the thing is, in the hands of in the hands of somebody competent, that could have been made into something. But then you've got a tiresome like ten minute monologue about how she is Superman or Clark oh, King, that is or, awful. And just like, yeah, yeah, you're a comic book fan. We get it. Fuck off. Well, the worst line in the whole movie is in Volume Two, and it's and when it's... Bud says, uh, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey." Because that is, it's that the is, most Tarantino thing ever written. That is up there with looky, looky, I got hooky. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's the most Tarantino line in the world, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's just... 
and I think there's also a Tricks Rabbit reference as well mm. with um, yeah, the first movie. Yeah, there is. There and is. it's like, don't put that in your And it's got movie. Michael Madsen in it because he was out yeah. of money and Tarantino likes him. <laughs> Not that he's a good actor or anything, he's just like, oh man, no. man, you're in debt. Come as, on. As a, whole, Come on. as a whole complete thing, I do enjoy it because part two has all the Pi May scenes as well, and I really like Pi May. So. I like Pi. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> do you like the month of May? Um, it's not my favourite. Well, it's, it's okay. It's, I, yeah. I quite like October, actually. That's fair enough. Well, that's where we are. That's what we're in. Well, this is my favourite month. Fantastic. <laughs> no what better, a month to start a podcast. No better time to be doing it. I know. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, Kill Bill, yeah. Uh, Kill Ken, Bill. Ken dislikes Kill Bill. Who I, d- I do dislike Who'd Kill Who'd have Bill. funk that? Yeah. Um, again, it's the same kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, as I say, go back to Pulp Fiction. Look at that. Mm. You get to Kill Bill. Same bloody thing. Yeah, it is the same thing. And absolutely it's, right. It's it's too many of these like you know throwbacks to you know it's like this nostalgic wank. Um, well, it's it's him looking at the camera and saying, "Man, this is badass, isn't this badass?" Yeah, because it's it badass it stuff was, that's happening. Because it was badass for me when I was yeah. like going when I watched puberty. when I watched Baby Cart and yeah. I loved it and I wasn't allowed to watch it and I want to yeah. recreate that. Yeah, know? and it's just. I I really I did go back and look at it again, like yeah. objectively, and I struggled to yeah. get through it, like both parts actually, because it that is indulgent. It's very indulgent, yeah. That is that is him actually. You get you get Jackie Brown, and you go, oh maybe maybe yeah yeah, and then it failed anyway, and then he, he disappeared. It didn't really fail, Jackie Brown. It didn't do as good as the others. Well, the, but they, it's it's. Typically considered to be a failure because yeah. it wasn't like the success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why he retreated back into what he knew, yeah. and he disappeared entirely up his own arse at that point. Yeah, you do not make a three. Oh, that's film that's the film. That is a film made by someone who lives inside their own anal cavity. Yeah, mm. I won't deny that. Mm. However, I I do enjoy it. It came out in a way that entertains me it's, uh, it's, it's, as a patchwork. It's fair enough. I can't yeah. I can't enjoy it on any level now. Uh, that's fair enough. Um. It's it's beyond my enjoyment. Of course, that isn't his most indulgent film because Death Proof came out next, and I'd like to not talk about Death Proof that much. If, if um, that's okay, that's okay. That's okay. There are, there are certainly things I want to say about it though. Uh, well, Rosario Dawson's in it, and as you know well, that means I in some some level enjoy the film. Yeah, because of her presence. Yeah, because she's beautiful. Because of because of her presence. Yeah. What did she give you? Uh, the uh, her appearance in Trance. Towards oh. the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about. No, you I've haven't not, seen I've, Trance. I've, I've not seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll explain then. Uh, I'm going to spoil Trance now. Sorry. Don't don't spoil. I I want to. I want to oh. discover this for myself. Okay. Well. Okay. Watch Trance sometime. Then. Okay. All right. And you'll find the only worthwhile thing that happens in the movie is somewhere towards the end, right. in which Rosario Dawson uh, walks into frame in a state of extreme undress. <laughs> And a state of having been shaved in a certain area of her body. Face. It's not a face cam. <laughs> There's a full-on frontal Right, uh, okay. Clam. Okay. Tits. <laughs> are, you, sorry, are you actively trying to um, alienate your female audience? I'm not, I feel like I am alienating uh, them, Ken. I okay. don't, I feel would, like, would they appreciate that as well? Well, you know, what do you want me to say? 
Don't say anything. Well, I mean, you know, that's you, the only you, reason I like that movie is because I find her attractive and she well, her clothes off. See, no, I might like. I have it no, because... I have no opinion. I have no reflection on her as a person whatsoever. Okay, it's not a statement that she exists to be sexually exciting to me or to men. Objectified. Objectified. No, yeah. I'm saying that I personally objectified her. Right. In that movie, but. If she's listening, if if she's listening, I apologise. <laughs> but she, she won't be listening though, because she 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 turned off when you started doing that gag. Yeah, because she was her. listening originally. She was listening. And when, I, when she came up, she was like, "Well, I'm having that." She said, "Ah, oh, mate, ah, oh, mate, no, that's not really on. Yeah, that's not, that's on. not really on." Yeah, that's but it. no, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. we're talking. Yeah, it, cool. You don't, you don't appear in a film that crap, and and, <laughs> and, and take your clothes well, off that much. Well, I don't and know. don't expect people to. I, I don't know because I've I've not seen it. Is it is it crap? Yes. Oh. Well, it's, that's that's kind of disappointing because I. Well, I'm half and half on Danny Boyle actually. That's for another. Podcast. I really hated it. Sorry. Th- that's okay. I, I liked that bit because I liked. Right. I, I'd never seen her nude before, yeah. and now I Fair have. Enough. And you, you know. had seen her nude before. She was nude now. Alexander. Yeah, but who's watched that? Really? Well, I did, <laughs> but I I did sleep for about half of it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was going through a really odd period. There's going, no way I'm watching Alexander. You couldn't yeah. pay me to watch that. No, that, that was a really strange period for me of going to the cinema very late at night after work and falling asleep. <laughs> and I missed, like, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, Rosario Dawson is someone who, I think since Clerks 2, I've been, like, you but, know, but she has no hearts dis- floating above my head, fluttering, ah, oh, Rosario. That's yeah. fine, that's fine. She needs to get a better sense of herself, though, because if she's appearing in shit like Death Proof... Yeah. And... Oh, she's know. probably got a big payday for it, I mean... Yeah. And um, she was in Daredevil, and she was pretty good in that. But she just disappears after a few episodes. Yeah, she, yeah, she just... She just yeah. she goes away to another hospital. Yeah, but it's just weird the way she just disappears. Oh, she's in Jessica Jones. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's she's going to be like her current character along oh, the... Oh, right, wow, what, the, why? The different series. <laughs> Fair enough. Because no, it's, it's in the same... It. It's in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, they're all it? in Hell's Kitchen, aren't they? I think so. Oh, wow, okay. The street so, level. Yeah, so she, so she's like a sort yeah. of connective part. So what do you see, that gives her more credibility than appearing in a Tarantino film. That's true. That's okay. true. What so, do you want to say about... Uh, well, she was in um, Sin City, and that's sort of a Tarantino film as well, isn't it? Um, Pretty much. It, yeah. wants, it wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> it, aspi- uh, it aspires to be a Tarantino. About it, but I, I used to really like Sin City. Not sure how I feel about it. I used to really like yeah. Sin City. Sin City I, 2 poisoned the well a bit, because yeah, it's it trash. Re- it really did. Well, Apart from, you know, that one bit. Yeah. Well, first of all, they waited way too long to do that. Yeah. Um, at Let's least... not reveal what we're talking about. No. Let's just be oblique. Yeah, but it, yeah. yeah, no, they waited like, way too long to do Sin City too. But the yeah. other thing is that not one frame of it this time, as far as I know, was directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So at least they had that going for it. But it was shit. It was terrible. And I think if I went back and saw Sin City now, I would mm. think very differently. I yeah. did enjoy it at the time, but I don't think I would like it now. Well, I, I've, been through, a weird, I've been through a weird phase where I, I've liked it the first few times I saw it. Then I saw it. I showed it to Luke. Oh yeah, and I was cringing. I was like, "Hey, watch this film that I like," yeah. you know. And I showed him it, and it's and all this stuff is happening, and he's sitting there, and I'm like shrinking into the into my sort of neck, like, "Oh yeah. god, this is awful." What What did he think of it? He liked it. See, I was sitting watching Sin City Two with my fiance. Yeah, and I was actually quite embarrassed that yeah. I'd, I'd taken her to see it because yeah. it was like this is this is like very. Adolescent. It is very adolescent. And I yeah. think I would feel the same about the original now if I went yeah. back and saw it. So I, I, I don't bother. Uh, no. Actually. Um, anyway, what were you going to say about Death Proof? Death Proof, yeah. The thing is, I actually... I saw it recently again. Yeah. I sort of like half of it. Yeah. And 
vehemently dislike the other half. Which half do you like? The, the action half? The first half. Right. So not the, the action half. No. Like, the, the, first, the first half of Death Proof, the, the dialogue, the, the, like, he, this is the... Tarantino can't write women. He can't write. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. But, but he can't write women. No, no. He, 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 he he's his women are objects. Yeah, they're absolutely they're objects. absolutely objects. Definitely. Yeah. He he fetishizes them all. Yeah. and puts them on this weird sort of pervert pedestal. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, the the, the but thing he, is, he, but he's, he he presents it as empowering. Yeah, which and, is offensive. And the the empowerment is a woman kicking a man's face in. Yeah. Now that that's not a, that, well. It's a shortcut to getting seen as as empowered by people who don't yeah, really understand. Yeah, and also really. him behind the camera tugging while yeah. you know women are kicking the shit. Well, there's of, this whole of thing of like, you know, it, it is empowered because they beat the man. You know? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but like you know, the man wrote them doing that. Like he told the man told you to do that. That's yeah, but that, really... and, and that is a very very base level of empowerment. Yeah. Um, you know, right... it's not like Ripley. You know, no, you, you, like a strong woman character, somebody that goes through something and comes out like a, an emotional journey. That's yeah. that's not what he does. No, no, fair enough. That that's not the kind of films he writes. No, but no. Don't get a misguided sense of yourself by thinking you are writing and you're empowering women. Yeah. Like you're writing strong female characters because you're not. Hmm. But the thing is, largely through that film, all he's writing is women. Yeah, and that is problematic because he can't write a fucking woman so the, the dialogue exchanges are you know they they great i mean they, they make my my teeth itch but mm. kurt russell's character yeah in that first half yeah is very good in terms of the context of that film really but, scuzzy yeah yeah but scuzzy but but not like he goes into like super scuzz mode yeah you know he like he, <laughs> it's like the end of secret of the use yeah, <laughs> like, he gets crushed by a peer. Kurt Russell has a pint of mutagen. Yeah, <laughs> and turns, and turns into super scars. Yeah, and right? then like a building falls on him. Yeah, and he's yeah. only super scars for like he's only super scars for like thirty seconds. Yeah, tops. yeah, which yeah, what a fucking waste. That yeah, one. I know. Yeah, but yeah, Kurt Russell in the in the tonight I dine on turtle soup. Says Kurt Russell. Yeah, <laughs> in his mind. And by turtle, I mean women in a car. Goldie, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Why you divorce me? No, <laughs> I don't think they were even married. Anyway, um, there's that bit. Yeah, his, in his introduction is actually pretty good. Yeah, when he's sitting in that bar eating the nachos. Yeah, and, and the women come into the bar, and you get that shot of him turning around, and it's just the eye. Yeah, and it's like he looks like a predator. Yeah, he does. He yeah. looks, he's a he's a shark, like surveying the territory. Yeah, he looks like predator. But he plays it very. I mean, th there is a scuzzy element of it, but he plays yeah. it very cool. He does, yeah. right? He, he he's quite laid back. You almost wonder, would he actually give a shit if he didn't get his victims that night? Yeah, he, he has a real sense of confidence and a, and a thing of, well, if I don't get them, I'm gonna get someone. It's like it, yeah. it doesn't really matter if if they you know get killed yeah. by him. It's like, I'll, I'll get them eventually, or I'll move on to someone else. I think one of my issues but with... the second half... Go on, sorry. Yeah. The second half... Yeah. It's like he's had brain damage. Yeah, it is, he, yeah. He's like a totally different character. He's a different character, yeah. yeah. But the problem with that is, you think, how many times has he done this? Like, yeah. the, that side of his character... How much smarter are these girls than... Yeah. Like, what, what's the... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Tarantino, in the first half, writes, yeah. a, writes a bunch of victims... And then in the second half, writes a bunch of heroes, or what he perceives to be heroes. Yeah. Now, those heroes, he 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 doesn't know how 
pit that group of women against the character that you had in the first half. So he's got to totally diminish yeah. Kurt Russell's character in the second half so that they have a fighting chance. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to write strong women. The thing the <laughs> thing about that movie, and this ties into what you're saying, yeah. that does annoy me the most, and there's a, quite a few things that annoy me in that movie, Yeah, as part of, of Grindhouse, which it was, mm. was intended to be a throwback to, well, Grindhouse, you know. Yeah. Which is a semi-nebulous concept anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is basically, oh, these movies back in the day were all garbage. They were all, like, the exploitation mm. crap. And, I mean, first of all, Death Proof isn't even close to mm. an exploitation movie. And the fact it opens with that whole... thing. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Make, yeah. you know, just... Be sincere. Make something that's sincere and not trying to evoke something that you've already seen. Do, 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 for you know, a start. do you know what the problem with Grindhouse as a, as a concept was? That was like it's this whole thing. Tarantino going, yeah. oh, we want it. We want to bring this thing back that you know we really love. Yeah. In in our era, because no one wants to sit because in the cinema for yeah. half hours. For right. Thing. But but in terms of like that type of film, yeah, know, it's like. Oh, you guys are missing out. You know, we really want to bring this back because nobody makes those anymore. Yeah. You watch Death Proof and you realise this is what Tarantino's been doing his entire career. The only difference between Death Proof and mm. something like Pulp Fiction is he's put like scratches on the film. Yeah. And it looks shit like up. and a bit of sort of scuzzy looking edit. Is that the film with the scene missing or is that Planet Terror? Um, they both have scenes missing. Right, okay. They both had scenes cut. They both did the same gag. Yeah, they both did the same gag. As far as I remember, yeah. yeah. One thing I will say about Death Proof, in its credit, is Planet Terror is worse. I don't... I think I've only seen that yeah. once. Planet I Terror got, is unwatchable. I haven't got enough of a recollection. Let's, let's move on to Inglorious. This is going to be all you, because I You've haven't seen it. This is the one okay. I haven't seen. Well, okay, Inglorious Bastards, I won't talk about much then. We'll move on to Django, because I think you can have a lot to say about that one. Probably Inglorious not, Bastards is... Um, I've seen it twice, and I think it's really good. Uh, or at least it's effective. Well, I'm not crazy about it, but okay. I think it does the, what good Tarantino stuff does, which is he creates very, very exquisite tension in a few of those scenes. Where there's, like, there's a sequence very... I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a sequence very early on where the villain knows something, and you know he knows something, but the character doesn't know. And it's really well shot. Does he say, hello, I am the villain. I <laughs> hello, know, I am I, the villain. I know something you don't know. Do da, do da. No, he doesn't say okay. that. He doesn't say that song. All right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's a really, I think, tight movie. And I like it a lot. And I would actually recommend checking it out, just for, honestly, for completers. Oh, okay. Without seeing it. Yeah. I have a counter-argument to all of that. Which is? It's got Eli Roth in it. Good counter-argument? He's, <laughs> he's a twat? Yeah, he is. I was actually going to bring him up, and I think now might be a good time to bring him up, because okay. you mentioned him. because he's another shit director. Uh, he is terrible. Yeah, who I would, I would also him... has a similar sense of inflated ego, uh, I think. I would posit him as much worse than Tarantino, Well, he... because he's never made a good film. I'll be honest here. I haven't seen it in a good while, but I thought Cabin Fever hmm? was actually pretty decent. Is it? <laughs> Because I don't think I so. remember it being. If I watched it now, I'm not sure what I would Gosson, think. But Gosson, at, yeah. at the time, in terms of the execution of it and mm. like the sort of the way he handled the gore and all that sort of stuff, just as a sort of well, I mean, I, he's made he made Hostel, yeah, and Hostel is, is terrible. Well, Hostel yeah. Two is terrible, reprehensible, actually, yeah, on every conceivable level. That's a pretty much wrong. And he's about he's just got the Green Inferno out, which is like 
I like Cannibal Holocaust. So. Here it is again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Green Inferno is, from what I've been reading, I haven't seen it yet because I can't have seen it yet. Mm. Uh, when it comes out, I'll probably check it out. Can't deny it. As yeah. of someone who really likes Cannibal Holocaust and thinks, <laughs> really, and thinks it's an important film. Well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue against that. Mm. It's just what it's one of those things that I cannot bring myself to watch. But I wouldn't argue a case. Well, I wouldn't argue against the case for it because I'm sure it isn't important. The Green Inferno sounds like <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust, but without any of the redeeming features. I had a green inferno once. It turned out it was just a really bad flu. That's very funny. It's <laughs> very funny, Kev. Yeah, I know. That's right? a good funny joke. Kev. I know it is. I'm gonna pat you on the back. I'm just breaking the tension. Yeah, very good. Yeah. But uh, the green inferno to me looks like shit. Yeah, Cannibal Holocaust without the redeeming uh, features. Without the redeeming features. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what I've read about it, it sounds like another one of his. What can I get away with on the screen? Like, what's the furthest I can push this R rating? With some of the violence he's got visited on the people in that film, from what so, I've read. So he's probably like got somebody raping a kid or something. Um, no, it's it's it's. I don't want to go into too much detail and put people off. Oh, go lunches. on. Yeah, go, go on. No, put people off watching it. Okay. <laughs> well, it's it's more you know, um, p- people getting like sharp sticks shoved up their flu, that kind of thing. Right. Um. So we're we're still on this sort of torture porn. Well, it's kit. it's not. There's a big. Genital, genital mutilation theme in that movie, apparently. Right. Uh, because apparently it's that's... awesome! Yeah, but know. there is a genital mutilation thing in Cannibal Holocaust, And right? Hostel. And Hostel. Uh, there is in Cannibal Holocaust, but it's... Now, having... now this, is, this isn't going to seem fair, because I haven't seen this movie, but I feel, that having not seen it, knowing Eli Roth, mm. I can assure you his film is worse. I, I would there is like, no I, doubt in my mind that he's I, made a bad film here. I don't need any qualifier yeah. to back you up on I, that. I will watch it to confirm that. And if mm. I'm wrong, I will come on another edition of this podcast and I will say I like this film. And you, you know? will be doing that on your own. <laughs> or with but, me behind yeah. you with a sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah, just like, shut Triple H stuff. The fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, I would, but you're beating me with a sledgehammer. Please, you, can you stop? You wouldn't get that amount of words out. Because I'd be unconscious. Yeah, yeah, and then dead. And then I'd take over. And you'd keep hitting me. I'd be like, okay, well, let's talk about Starship. The mutilation <laughs> stuff in in um, in Cannibal Holocaust is just... It, it, it adds... It's part of the film. Because the film is about the relationship between cinema and reality. That's not yeah. what the film is about. Yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about Cannibal Holocaust. No. Okay, maybe like... Although that film does actually, from everything that I've heard... Yeah. Have a point. It does have a point, yeah. The point is clumsy. Yeah. It's got clumsy dialogue and it's a clumsy film in, yeah. in some ways, it, it, but it's it, also it, a worthwhile, meaningful film. That's it. It might be yeah. a bit stumbly, the execution Hostel might be ain't. a bit off. Hostel no. is not. No, Hostel is worthless. Hostel is one of the most... I have watched every single Video Nasty yeah. on the VRE list. I've watched many films that are not legally available to buy mm. in this country. I've seen some appalling stuff in some films, Yeah. but I've never seen anything more naked than nothing. Hate, not, I've never seen anything more nakedly hateful than Hostel. Yeah, nothing more appalling than Jay Hernandez's acting. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Hostel is... It's like... It's like a frat boy sort of movie to me. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, ew, like, wouldn't this be horrible? Like, how can we hurt these people? Like, how can we build up and hurt these people? You've seen Hostel, right, the first one? I've seen both of them. Yeah, you know the, the girl with the eyeball? Yeah. That whole sequence? Yeah. That... Sequences to me is the most transparent, naked, hateful. This'll do, 
filmmaking. He's got a really it's it's a really vicious yeah, yeah. streak. That, it, it's yeah. sadism. It's, it's really sadistic. I don't like it. Yeah, it's but it's it's not even. I mean, you can to an extent you can do that kind of thing and yeah. be and be sort of quite playful with it and yeah. maybe even entertaining. Yeah, that it's just there's a, there's a a level of mean spiritedness. It's it's it lingers on the, it. on the pain and the sadism. Yeah. And he's got a real thing about people vomiting on themselves. Yeah, he does. In yeah. that film. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like, ball gags, the guy's just like... Yeah. yeah. Sort of like what I did at the beginning. And also, yeah. it's a pretty racist movie. I don't remember it well enough to comment on that. Well, it's, so there's if a very, well, there's say, a kind of implication, it. don't go to Eastern European countries. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that you yeah. Because this will sure, happen. Sure, yeah. And also, it has the whole murderer has to become a murderer to redeem themselves plotline as well. Now, that in itself... Is yeah. not a bad thing if you if you do it right because Wes Craven did that. That's that, well, that's kind of his early films were about you know how we're all mm, sort of what Last House on the Left and Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, uh, with Hills Have Eyes. With like, Hills Have Eyes, though. Yeah, to an extent, maybe on Elm Street actually. With Hills Have Eyes, it is a a case of do or die. Yeah. In Hostel, he's already escaped, and he goes back and kills this oh, guy. That, oh, yeah, okay, about about yeah. the just purely... Uh, yeah. Sort of... Last House on the left, he's heavily provoked as well by what happened to Mara. Yeah, there, there is that. But, but I mean, in Hostel, but, it is literally, I think... I've escaped, I'm okay, but, but I'm going to go back and murder this guy with a tea sure. tray. You know? But I think it's yeah. about... See, if, but if, you're, if you're talented, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. On, on a level and get away with it and not just get away with it you can actually make some sort of social commentary or something yeah. like that if you're somebody like Wes Craven even at that yeah. early point when he was Maybe developing his skills yeah. indeed but he actually and you can see like The Hills Have Eyes is basically a remake of yeah. Last House on the Left except it's much better executed he's got a much clearer idea of what he wants to do yeah Eli Roth you know the, there's the, 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 there's nothing to back that up no there isn't and you, you I mean basically at this point every idea has been done and it's all about how you execute it, and if you've actually got some sort of purpose. Um, I don't believe that he does, based on those, unfortunately. I feel like, yeah, as I've gotten older, I'm, I want to see morality in my films. Yeah. I'll, and I don't mean that in a prissy, Korean sort mm. of way. I mean, I don't like films that glorify <coughs> sadism no. or... Are just mean for the sake of it. I don't. Having said again, I don't mind it when characters are mean for the sake of it. No, because I don't, because some people are just like yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't like it when the movie is just pointlessly mean. Yeah, you know, like for example, uh, I, no, I can't. You know, what? I can't think of an example right now. But you know what I'm talking about. Well, Hostel is mean for the sake of it. <laughs> yeah, the the girl with the eye getting it with the scissors. With you know, blowtorch. That, yeah. That's hot. That's mean for the sake of it. Then she yeah. kills herself because she looks unattractive now. Yeah, that's mean for the sake of it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a mean it's, film. It's it's grotesque. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's like, well, now I feel horrible. And I, I don't. And it's not the thing. And the worst thing about it is, it's it's mean, but it's not mean to make any point. No, but and it's it, just it, mean to be like gone crazy, like outrageous. The thing is, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The the point is that you can you can do this kind of thing. Yeah, you can do it with a. It it it's horrible to say this, but like yeah. the the concept of death and everything is. Yeah. If, you, if you think about it, really, it's so ridiculous. Like all the sort of traumas that we go through as, as people. Yeah, you can do that with a sense of like knowingness, a certain sense of playfulness, and you can make it entertaining. And you you can use it to like release the kind of tension and and engage an audience and make it entertaining. If you're somebody as talented as 
rest in peace, Wes Craven, yeah. you can do that, absolutely. And it doesn't matter that it's an old idea. If you execute, it's all yeah. the execution. If you do it, in a, you can you can interpret an idea a million different ways. Yeah. Eli Roth's got nothing to say. He's got yeah. absolutely nothing new. Well, it's basically Eli Roth is going, wouldn't it, would, what would be, what, wouldn't it be cool if someone got their knob cut off now? Yes. Basically. And I'm going, yeah. no, it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be cool. No, it would be awful. No, put it away. Put yeah. the knob away. And Eli, put look your at, own knob look away. At for, look at Antichrist. Antichrist. Lies von oh. Trier. Lars same, von, same thing. Lars von Trier. And they see, we were talking about people getting run over by buses. I would hope yeah. he would be in the queue behind Tarantino. <laughs> but we can get on to that another time. We'll talk about that yeah. But that's another film that I feel personally is mean. Yeah. Uh, basically. And really boring. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. mind-numbingly fucking boring. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're nearly done, because I'm not saying much more about Inglorious. No, and I've got nothing else to say except thank you yeah. to the people who bought that for me. I've still never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would check it out, because and I it, liked it a lot. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's going into uh, Sea Exchange. Ah, fair enough. It is absolutely going in there. Okay. <laughs> I You'll get like 20p for it, but okay. Yeah, I'll get 20p of credit that I can go and buy something worth worthwhile. worthwhile yeah. Yeah. And Django's in there as well. Uh, Django, is, did you buy Django? They bought me Django. They bought me Inglorious and Django. Basically, that's for, insane. Yeah, for nine months of work, all I mm. did was moan about Tarantino. So as a leading president, they bought me a Django. Oh, so it wasn't ironic. Ha, ha, yeah, yeah. They bought, oh, me, okay, then, they bought yeah. me a Django poster and Inglorious and Django <laughs> on, on DVD. That's like, great. Fuck you. I love the poster, though. You can have them. I'll have the Django DVD as well. Why not? No. Okay. <laughs> you, you can have them if you set fire to them. Okay. Right. Um, we'll burn them. Uh, uh, Django Unchained, then. We're not talking about Hateful Eight. Because we haven't seen it. No. Django Unchained. Django Unchained is. Um, I've seen it twice. Once in the cinema and once on a small screen. And I liked it a lot both times. Okay. And it's another film that to me, I can't really articulate why I liked it because really it's not very good. Fair enough. Um, it works for me as a. I don't feel like it's insincere. Okay. To me, I think Quentin is angry about slavery, but I think he's too inept to portray that mm. in a way that resonates. Well, because I think the scene where he whips the guy who's whipping his wife. Yeah. Not his wife, just some some other oh, right. woman. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to whip him and used to whip his wife. I think that scene is really cathartic. It, it, that's the intention. It's meant to be cathartic. And then the sequence right after that when uh, Christoph Waltz's character Shoots the guy in the field, and the blood splashes across the um, the white uh, flowers. Mm. I like that whole sequence. I like how that sequence resolved with them pulling out the warrant for the guy's dead or alive. Uh, but the whole of that sequence is very Tarantino dialogue-y as well. It's very ex- expositionary, and they talk a lot. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's... DiCaprio is really good in it as well. See, and the whole sequence with him is really strong. I but think... then after that, it just turns into Die Hard. Really, Tarantino is very confused. I think about who the hell he is. Mm. It's this. It's, it's it's the kind of thing I speak about. Like, okay, say we, you and I, yeah. had had just met today, yeah, and I made some terribly offensive joke about a certain aspect of your character, yeah. Okay, now you wouldn't take that very well. No, I wouldn't. No, the thing is, right? Yeah. Doing it now, knowing each other as long as we have, yeah. I could do that now, and you would absolutely be one hundred percent assured that I was joking. Yeah, and you would, yeah. and you would take it exactly how it's meant. I think I can see how you're going with this, but go on. Yeah, yeah. The way he uses racial terms, yeah, 
he, to me, feels like he has some sort of identification with black people that he hasn't actually earned. I feel it's... And it's very, very evident in Django Unchained. I would say it's more evident in Pulp Fiction. But it is, but, uh, I mean, they are basically mirrors for each other. That's, uh, that's yeah. what I was saying. Look yeah. at Pulp Fiction, yeah. you can see all the problems that I have with Tarantino down the line. And, yeah. and Django is a, is a big one. Yeah. On those kind of terms, the way he, th- he throws the N-word yeah. around... I mean, even I feel uncomfortable saying it no, at, I know, at this I know, point, I know, right? I know. But he just he throws it around as if he's got some right to use it. Yeah, it's like, what, well, like, hey, I've earned this because I made like, pop fiction. Yeah, and everyone liked like, that. like, like, he feels like he's empowering black people on the same level that he feels he's empowering women. Yeah, it's like empowering black people is getting Jamie Foxx with a bunch of six shooters going yeah. in and, and fucking empowering people up. black people by making a film in which. <laughs> Something that never happened happens. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, the, the and I'm going to say, I, I, this, is, this is coming from me, and I liked it. I did genuinely like that film. Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun, and I, well, I'd watch it again. But there, a, part, a lot of that is this whole kind of. It's almost like. This is going to sound like I'm trying to be offensive for the sake of it, but I'm genuinely trying to make an analogy here. No, go for it. It would be like if at the end of Schindler's List, the little red girl busts out an M16. <laughs> oh, yeah! You know? Yes, that's, that's what it's like. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like this appalling no. period of history that we'd all like to pretend never happened, honestly. Yeah. Well, okay, we wouldn't, but you know what I mean. Yeah, we'd all we'd like, like to... to we'd like for it not to have happened. Erase from history. We'd like, to yeah, erase, absolutely. we'd like for it not to have happened. Yeah. Um, but he's taking that and he's going for his setting, like, hey, you know what would be really cool is if at the end of slavery, the Green Lantern was there or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's like... It's a it's a fantasy that is it diminishes the event. That's it that's, diminishes that's, that's the, the problem. Thing, he think he thinks he's doing yeah. something really respectable and worthwhile. Yeah. But yeah, it would be like you yeah. know, like Hitler going yeah. up going up to that girl in the little red yeah. coat in Schindler's List and she turns out to be the gnome from Don't Look Now and yeah. she just like like slices his throat open. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the basic it's intercut with Donald Sutherland screaming. And the woman, the fortune teller woman, screaming as well, or or just like that guy that played Hitler in that that film, downfall. You know, that, yeah, that yeah. Been, it's been memed like. A thousand well, you times. say that, but I mean, Hitler gets shot in the face in Inglorious Bastards. Okay, on, so that actually does actually do that in right. this film. Okay, so he, so come to think of it, he has in you, fact done this exact thing we're talking about right. as but, a joke. Okay, he has literally done that. That's it. No, yeah. no, I think <laughs> the thing is, yeah, being humorous about tragedy, yeah. Carries a certain sense of, you know, I, I think we all do it because I oh think, yeah 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 the, I think it's sometimes the only way we can make sense of stuff like that yeah for sure and I think there's definitely a thing of like you know my stepfather's paramedic yeah or well he was a paramedic yeah and he saw some absolutely horrific things yeah and the only way he could deal with it in in such respect as to not take that sort of yeah horrible stuff home with him and be thinking about it all the time and really let him get it down yeah. Was to make a joke out of it. That's no, that's it's. But you never do it in front of somebody oh, no, no, who's no, no, lying no, there with their arm cut off and stuff like that. Right? See, that okay. yeah, because I work in a medical profession. I'm just going to say I, mean, yeah. I can't talk about it too much. But I mean, I've, I've witnessed. He's being experimented on. Yeah, I've witnessed. <laughs> I've witnessed doctors saying things about, say, uh, patients who are like incredibly depressed, like suicidal. Yeah. Mm. Saying things that, to, to, I, like, I've literally had to leave the room when they've said them. Yeah. Because I've been so pissed off. Yeah. And I've thought about it, and I remember thinking to myself, should I report this, this mm. stuff? And then I think a bit harder, and I think, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. Can you, 
would you be expected to empathise with every person that comes through here, it, or should you just do your job? If you allow yourself to feel the suffering can, of, that, of that, that many people yeah, on exactly, a daily basis, exactly. you will go insane. Yeah, and that—that's how you alleviate the yeah. the you know the, just the weight of it. But with so that's Django. fine. But it's it's yeah, it's yeah. the reconciliation of. You want us to find this humorous and entertaining, and then you have a scene where a guy is just ripped apart by dogs, and that is not funny. Yes. I, for me, there's this sort of Tarantino sort of saying, oh, hey, sorry about slavery, but hey, yeah. I made this movie where this black guy kills some slavers. Yeah. Uh, are we yeah. good? Yeah. We, we good? <laughs> we, we, you, you know, hey, br- hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. We good, G? He lifts the feet of <laughs> the fist up. Let's go see the Knicks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Foxx just looks at him. Yeah. Like, in complete silence. Yeah. This stony-faced, shakes his head slightly and leaves. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, and then and then and then he's and then current Tarantino's like, man, I'm never going to be cool. Mm. It's like he's he's not even apologizing yeah. for the act of of slavery. It's well, you it, know, we wouldn't expect it to. No, to be fair, but he, he doesn't have to make apologies. That's no. the thing. He he thinks that by making this film, he is yeah. he is shaming the rest of sort of white culture that yeah. he, he feels is responsible for something as, as heinous as that. Yeah. And it's like, the, it's the interviews after where he was like, I'm creating a debate. Yeah. This is getting people talking about slavery. No, it's not. It's getting people talking about your fucking film. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not a thought-provoking film. It's worth The only to. thought I had after it was, yeah. I wish I hadn't gone to see that. <laughs> it's worth noting something I've just really remembered. Yeah. The main villain of that is a black guy. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But that's because he's Samuel L. Jackson, he can get away with anything. Yeah, but there part. is a, there is that whole kind of And like why? You've got to think about this. Like why why is he the main villain in this movie? Like what does that add? Mm. Are you, are they muddying the water there? Are they saying um, is he saying like No, that's him thinking I can get Samuel L. Jackson in this because he's my buddy and he would, Yeah, but he you could have had him in any role. Yeah. But he's like Mm. We'll make him the villain. Mm. And he'll be cool because he's always cool because he's Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. And people won't think about that. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter. And then, you know, he'll walk out of a burning house while Kanye plays or something yeah. and, and it'll be fine. And, uh, no, I, 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 I like that movie, but I think it's a problematic movie. Very In problematic. many, many ways. And that brings us to the end of our um, Tarantino off. Well, did you want to make any sort of points about the stuff that he's written? No. That he's not, that he's not <laughs> what you mean, like true romance? Yeah, or uh, it, so or natural born killers. I, I, oh, did he write natural born killers? He, he, I, th- I believe it changed somewhat from the script that he wrote. But basically, the the idea was his. Yeah. Natural born killers. It scream. It, it screams of him that film. Um, on a, on a very sort of. I would say it screams more of Oliver Stone. Well, personally, but just in terms of the concept of, I mean, we're clearly. That there is there is an intent in it that Oliver Stone unfortunately was not able to erase in that although, these guys are cool yeah Vicky and although are it, cool. there there is a commentary on people yeah. finding them cool clearly yeah but the thing audience, is while, while there's a commentary cool. while there's a commentary on that while it's meant to be criticizing that mm. there is still the sequence where Mickey like breaks the guy's face and gets his shotgun yeah. while Rage Against the Machines bullet in the head plays. Yeah, no, that's, and it's awesome. That's Tarantino. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's bomb track, isn't it? It's bomb track. It's yeah, actually bomb yeah. track. And like that's Boom rad. Way. I remember showing that in my film class, and and thinking, man, oh, yeah. I love the way this film is cut. Yeah, like, I love the the editing here. And then I look back and I think, man, I was dumb. <laughs> See, I missed the point of that movie completely. Yeah, 
But you know? th- that is actually, I mean, that is an example of something that he conceived of that was taken out of his hands and made into something actually better. It's not... It's not a masterpiece. It's, it's not a masterpiece no. at all. I kind of think of it as a failed experiment. Yeah. It's it's an interesting thing. And I, I couldn't, honestly, at this point, sum up all my thoughts on it. And yeah. that that's what compels me to maybe even watch it again. Because yeah. I've not come out of it thinking, that was really shit, that was really good, that was just average, I have nothing to say on it. I'm still... I'm still considering what I thought of yeah. that film. Well, it's it's a lot more layered than, <laughs> than any of his other... any of Ty Hunter's films. You yeah. Know. But the best thing he's ever done was something yeah. that he didn't direct, and that was Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> Dust Till Dawn, yeah. Because that, that can just be... And I, I'm not crazy about that movie, but I can appreciate Although you like it. Although there are certainly... Am prob- I, who's in that? Who, is Jeff Bridges in that? Yeah. Jeff Bridges? No. Who plays the main guy? The beard guy? Cooney. No, the 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 family, the the beard. beard oh, Harvey Keitel. Oh, that's that's Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Oh my God, why did he go with Jeff Bridges? I'm not even close. Why to didn't Jeff he go Bridges? with Jeff Bridges? I don't know. I, um, thought, I got confused. Just, with, I got just, mixed up with Tron. Because he went to Jeff Bridges' door and Jeff Bridges said, "Who the fuck are you, man? <laughs> Get on my fucking porch." And on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening to the first episode of the Kenneth Stu Show. Thanks for listening. And no. Next episode, what we're going to do again? Um, what? Um, uh, it's oh. Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith. We're doing Kevin Smith. Do you want to do Kevin Smith? I do. I want to do Kevin Smith. You want to do Kevin Smith? And then we should review his movies. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the kind of joke Kevin Smith would make. He really would. Yeah, he really would. You're going to have to watch some of his movies, though, if you want to do this. Well, I've seen most of them. Oh, there we go. Um, But I don't want to see the rest of them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. You got anything? Any final thoughts? Thanks for listening. And now, (laughs) be seated for the Tarantino Marathon. <laughs> this is, is, a, is a prelude to. We are just building you up, and now now you're gonna now you're gonna go and sit through all of his films. This actually this this uh, actually doubles as a commentary for yeah. all his films combined. If you slow it down a yeah. lot, yeah, play it over them on a playlist. Or or mm. a much more favourable way to do it is yeah. just to speed all his up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I like the idea of slowing it down because then you have like you'd be watching like Inglorious Bosses and you'd hear you going. Tarantino's a con. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't think. Did I say that at any point? Uh, you did not, but it was the gist of everything you said. I okay. think. It's okay. the condensed form. Uh, pretty much. I mean, that's yeah. that's basically what I think. Yeah. Um, would you would you disagree on that? Um, no. Okay. Okay. As so someone who does enjoy some of his movies, I I'm not a huge fan of the man himself. Okay. And you you've talked me around with your reasoned arguments, Ken. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. But you still. Are going to go and watch them all? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to see the Hateful Eight when it comes out in the cinema. What? Right. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, do you know what? Actually, yeah. we can't say much on it, obviously, but let's just briefly touch on the ha- Hateful Eight. Yeah. Why do you want to see that? Because it's a Tarantino movie, and but I've enjoyed we, we, his but last we've like, just, three. How How long has this been going? Uh, hour eighteen. Hour eighteen minutes. Yeah. We have spent the last hour and eighteen minutes discussing why Tarantino is a filmic prick. Yeah, but and I, you still I, want to go and see his. I next enjoyed one. Django. I enjoyed Inglorious. And I enjoyed Kill Bill, and I'd like to see what he does next. I'm problem, tell- my problem is it. It looks the same as Django. It looks like he's doing Django again. And yeah. I'm not so keen on that. Well, the thing is, he wants to do a western. He's done one, but he doesn't know how to do a western. No, he doesn't because Django's supposed to be his attempt at a western, isn't it? Yeah, and this is supposed to be like. An epic Sergio Leone western. He's yeah. even roped in Per Inio Morricone right. to write the score hmm. because he did for the Leone. Yeah, yeah. And this is him again. He's trying to 
yeah. force his way into that pantheon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he's trying, to, he's trying like, to trick his way into yeah, he's the, like, the Jack of All Trades. I, I want to be... This is it. This but is Next he's going to be like, I want to be Chevy Chase, so I'm doing a comedy. No, but he, he wants to be yeah. one of these guys, but he doesn't... <laughs> he's not. He just doesn't have the talent. No, he doesn't. That's um, true. And it looks terrible. It looks terrible. The it, trailers it, have not filled me with any interest in seeing, I, I probably will go. Okay, the, the one positive thing that I'll say about him is that he's a total... Asshole. No. It's, That's he, not very positive, Ken. That, that he's, he's a real... I don't know. Patriot in terms of... And I, I purely mean this in terms of, like, championing the use of film as opposed to Yeah, he's digital. doing this in what? Something? 70 millimeter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's Although great. who's really going to show it in that? Like, well, really? I, I don't know. See, the, the, Light the, cinema is hardly going to do that, are the, they? No, but the thing is, I mean, yeah. it will matter more in America. Yeah. And he's enough of a name. He's, yeah. got, he's got enough sort of bank, if you like, yeah, yeah. that they can certainly force some of that on. Yeah. You know, we can get people talking about Film actually the use of film yeah. stock um, because it will be a dreadful thing if that goes. It will be a dreadful it, thing. Yeah, it, it has a look that digital just that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Come up to. So I, I admire him for that. Yeah. Thing is, what I would like is somebody who can actually make films to yeah. go and work on <laughs> to make a good on, film on film. Yeah, yeah. To go and make a seventy millimeter production. Like I saw two thousand and one a space oddity. Odyssey. Odyssey. Not Odyssey. I, not I not I the Bowie movie. No, no, that's yeah. that's the Leslie Nielsen one, isn't it? Uh, that's the David Bowie song. No, but there's there's, a, there's actually a film called 2001: Space Oddity. Yeah, I think with so. Leslie Nielsen. It's one of those you know Zucker like Spy Hard spoof things. That sounds awful. Yeah, I'm sure it was fucking awful. Yeah, no, I saw a Space Odyssey. Yeah, in a 70 millimeter print. That sounds beautiful. Ah, the picture that must be beautiful. And it was fucking glorious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, if somebody of the caliber of Kubrick, yeah, was to existed exist, on the planet. Anymore, yeah, existed on the planet yeah, anymore. No, and took yeah. a 70 millimeter, you know, reel and said, yeah. I'm going to make a film. I'd be like. I'm there on the first day. Yeah. But this... Well, film, I... even... This is why I can switch on a film from the 50s mm. in colour. Or, well, yeah, in co- a colour film from the 50s. And no matter how crap that film is, I can usually enjoy it. Mm. Because I love the colour grading, I love the texture yeah. of those movies, and I find them really warm and enjoyable. But nowadays, you'll get something like, uh, I don't know, Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And his films look like VHS. Well, not, not, you know, not VHS, because VHS looks good. Mm. They just look like internet videos. They look like YouTube. Does it? He he uses film. He shoots everything on film. Really, but, but he doesn't actually make use of what that. Does he know, really? Because there is. I, yeah. I would never have known that. Yeah. Because he cleans it up so much. Yeah. That's it. It doesn't it, look like film. What's the point? He he, he he shoots it on film and then acts it up to look like. Digital. That's like when you get a Blu-ray of The World at War. <laughs> It is, isn't You're it? Right. It's like, yeah. why is this on Blu-ray? Why is this on Why Blu-ray? is Batman on film? <laughs> yeah. I assume that Batman vs. Superman will be digital, because it's Zack Snyder. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it will be. Oh, we should do a Batman one. We should Batman absolutely episode. do a Batman one. But we need yeah. to wrap this up, because it's coming up in half hour and a half, and I yeah. don't want it to be that long. No, it, it's, it's just that thing. Yeah. It's that horrible thing of, I want to support the idea yeah. of keeping film around. Yeah, me too. But it's like, in order to do that, I have to go and see The Hateful Eight. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, if people don't go and see that, what they'll take from it is not that people don't like Tarantino. What they'll yeah. take from it is people like people don't want to support film; they want digital. Yeah. That is not the case. Yeah, but the thing is, it's the, most of the audience don't know what that means. Exactly, they don't understand aspect ratio. But most even. of the people who actually finance mm. this crap don't yeah. know what it means either. Well, I mean, we've we've both had arguments with people who yeah. don't think the aspect ratio matters. 
Oh, God, yeah. As you well know. I, rem- I well remember that, yeah. Even with diagrams and explaining why picture information is missing, yeah. we just get this whole, yeah, why but it doesn't matter. Why and you, you know watch? what? They're not wrong. You can't fault them for thinking that. You mm. can't say, no, it does matter to you. Yeah. Because they'll be like, no, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Okay. Go and watch yeah. Lawrence of Arabia yeah. on a screen the size of a postage four, stamp. 4 yeah. In 4-3. Yeah. Then tell me it doesn't matter. Yeah, fair you enough, know? yeah. Exactly. Anyway, on that scintillating note for the third time, I'm going to try and end this. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Hey, I had about a million other things I wanted to say. Well, you can just shove them all up your dick. <laughs> I need a copy of the Green Inferno to do that. Well, I've got one up my dick right now. Hey, okay. Okay. Well, well we're, we're going to get that off my dick. Okay. <laughs> you can um, uh, do something else. I'm going to I'm going to say goodbye. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>